Retropod is sponsored by T. Rowe Price. Are you looking to learn a thing or two about getting your finances in order, saving, and investing? Check out The Confident Wallet, a personal finance podcast series by T. Rowe Price and the Washington Post Brand Studio. Find it wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, history lovers. I'm Mike Rosenwald with Retropod, a show about the past rediscovered. Okay, so it's winter. A big snowstorm is headed your way. You think, hey, time to research snowblowers. Off to Google you go. You spend the next hour reading everything you possibly can about various models. Then your eyes get tired. You go do something else. You forget about the snowblower. But the internet, it does not forget. The next time you open your browser, there's an ad for a snowblower on Facebook. On Yahoo News, another snowblower ad. ESPN.com, snowblowers. You cannot escape snowblowers. They haunt your every click. This is advertising on digital steroids. Targeted ads, the industry calls them. But it is not a new idea. Nope. A man named Lester Wonderman thought of this in the 1950s. He was the king of direct mail. Not email, snail mail. Wonderman was a self-taught, self-made success story. A son of Jewish immigrants, Wonderman was born in the Bronx, New York, in 1920. His father, who was from Austria, worked in the fur trade. After his father died on the cusp of the Great Depression, Wonderman finished high school at 16, left college to support his family, and ultimately worked his way from a factory job to the highest ranks of Madison Avenue. In 1958, with his older brother Irving, Wonderman co-founded an advertising firm with little to no training in the field. Back then, advertising was dominated by billboards and cute jingles on TV and radio. Wonderman had a different and ultimately better idea, though. He thought businesses should collect detailed information on their audiences and target their advertising campaigns specifically to them. He did this by mailing advertisements directly to specific customers and in magazine inserts targeted to specific neighborhoods or demographics. Working with a flower company that was among his early clients, he insisted that they carefully keep track of who ordered roses and who ordered tulips, who made large purchases and who made small ones, who ordered only occasionally, such as on Mother's Day or Valentine's Day, and who ordered more regularly. It was no longer, hey you, he once told USA Today. It was, hey you, Mr. So-and-so. That's a big difference. Wonderman was ultimately inside the heads of millions of consumers, and they didn't even know it. Wonderman had help, though, from computers and early database programs. In a speech, he once marveled at their power. It can know and select such personal details as who prefers strong coffee, imported beans, new fashions, and bright colors. Who just bought a home, a freezer, camera, automobile. Who had a new baby, is overweight, got married, owns a pet, likes romantic novels, serious reading, listens to Bach or the Beatles. In addition to direct mail campaigns, Wonderman used the telephone, 
targeting insomniacs with toll-free 1-800 phone numbers that he advertised on television, inviting potential buyers to speak right then and there with one of the operators standing by. While this kind of targeting seems a little creepy online, Wonderman didn't think his ads were all that invasive. He told USA Today, by sending mail that knows something about their needs, wants, and lifestyle, you're doing them a service. Wonderman's clients over the years included CBS, Geico, Ford, L.L. Bean, American Express, and Microsoft. When he retired in the late 1990s, his firm, then called Wonderman Cato Johnson, had 69 offices in 39 countries and nearly $2 billion in annual billings. Wonderman died last week at the age of 98. He is survived by a large family and that snowblower ad that is still following you. I'm Mike Rosenwald. Thanks for listening. This episode was adapted from a story written by Emily Langer for The Washington Post. For more forgotten stories from history, visit WashingtonPost.com slash Retropod.